Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Incredible Fry Show. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets, and more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Tuesday to you guys out there. Hope that you had a great weekend. Hope that this weekend is kicking off on a great and a positive note for you guys. Um, of course, we are welcoming a new and a special guest. You guys know how much we love special guests over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And if you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio Network. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So big shouts out to Vibration Radio Network for always holding us down and uh, all of our sponsors and uh, supporters. We appreciate you guys so much. And tonight, 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 folks, uh, we are welcoming Special guest, author, motivational speaker, all of those great things. Tim Bowers, he is joining us this evening. We're going to be talking about his book entitled Average to Awesome. Um, I just love the title of the book, uh, Transitioning from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. So we're going to be talking about Tim's message, uh, what he's on the grind daily, uh, trying to get out across the globe, you guys. So I'm excited about having him on. If you have any questions or comments uh, for Tim, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or um, you guys can uh, inbox me on Facebook, as many of you like to do, at Bianca Fly, and I'll be happy uh, to answer your questions and uh, get them answered live here on the air this evening, you guys. So we're not going to delay uh, we're going to pay some bill first, but then we're going to bring in our special guest, Tim Bowers, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. There is a musical revolution coming. Yeah, yeah. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk.
chopped off with the lyrical precision of the spoken one, Mr. Arrestus a day. And you guys can be sure to check out Lyrical Soul Artist Arrested a Day, brought to you by Ambient Records. You can go to www.ambient, that's A-M-B-Y-E-N-T records.com and uh, check his music out as well on iTunes, Spotify, you name it. Go check out Arrested a Day. Um, his debut album, Existence, you guys. And so, of course, tonight we are welcoming Tim Bowers in the building, you guys. He is a motivational speaker and author. And tonight we're going to get to know all about him and more. So we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the special guest of the hour on here. Tim, you there? I'm here. I'm here, B. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am excited, man. God is the greatest. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and I am excited to have you on the show, and uh, I have to tell you, uh, one of my great uh, friends, Tamika Sims, she was like, you got to have this dude on your show, like, he's phenomenal, uh, and, and he rocks it. And so just watching some of your videos, as well as the promotion that you did a little bit earlier for tonight's interview, I was like, man, he has it. The energy, the motivation, uh, it's just amazing to see it. And so I definitely want to thank you for coming by the show tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, shout out to Coach uh, T. Like, I know a lot of people say Tamika, but I call her Coach T. So uh, she's amazing. <laughs> she's phenomenal. And I'm just excited to be here tonight. I'm ready to get the show started and uh, give these people this work. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, of course, uh, we, we got to know the background. Where did uh, the, the, the impact to motivate and inspire people come from? Tell us a little, about, a little bit about who is Tim Bowers. Man, um, I got to be real with you, B. You know, this was never something I wanted to do. Like, this mm-hmm. was never something on my on my list of things that I wanted to inspire the world. I wanted to travel and motivate and empower people across the world. It was never my thing. Um, I tell people, it, uh, I didn't choose it. It chose me. And, yeah. uh, you know, grew up in one of the poorest towns in South Carolina, Allendale County. Uh, and just I was a juvenile delinquent. Um, father mm-hmm. was a drug addict. Um, no one in my household 
uh, was a college graduate. The highest level of education was high school. Um, and I just went through a period as a young teen with no guidance, no direction, no father figure. And uh, I ended up getting in a lot of trouble, uh, B, and I uh, found myself in front of Judge Armstrong where he made an example out of me. Um, and that stemmed wow. from me uh, hitting a teacher, getting expelled uh, from seventh grade, uh, and <clears throat> had to stand in front of this judge, and and he sent me away for 45 days. And, uh, you know, it was wow. at that time where I was able to say, you know what, I don't like the fact that my freedom is given to someone else. Mm-hmm. So something mm-hmm. has to change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Going through that, <clears throat> And reflecting back on that time that you were dealing with those issues and and, and found yourself in, in front of a judge and somebody basically determining your fate because that's pretty much right. exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> what do you reflect back on the reasons that got you there? Man, um, you know, just just growing up in an area where there were lack of opportunities, yeah. lack of resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just not having that male guidance to kind of tell me, hey, you wrong. Um, uh, my mother, man, she, you know, she raised eight by herself. Um, wow. I'm a fifth. And yeah. uh, she's my superwoman, but uh, she could only do so much. It's six, it's six <laughs> boys, including me, two girls. Uh, right. So a lot of my growing up, um, I had to figure out, and it was trial and error. And, um, you know, I just, I just couldn't find that direction. Um, so that was the issue and the problem for me because I was yearning for something that I wasn't getting at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, Tim, one of the things is a lot of people <clears throat> don't always understand the impact of having a great and a positive male influence, you know, especially right. growing up um, a black male in today's society and big shots out and kudos to your mom and women like your mom who just took on, you know, that responsibility. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it always reflects back to, you know, that missing entity, um, in our households right. and in our lives and those things that go on. And so for you, how have you learned, you know, from that point on dealing with that, how influential is it and how key is it for, you know, to have that positive and that, and that influential role model in your life, regardless if they're in the home or out of the home, right. but how important yeah. is it for them to be a part of your life? Yo, it's so, it's so very, very important. I, I look at a lot of our young people now, and they're broken mm-hmm. because, just like me, um, they yeah. just don't have nobody to, to steer them in the right direction. And right, I was right. always self-motivated. You know, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and I was telling them that I was always self-motivated, always driven. Um, I can remember uh, mom couldn't get us, you know, school clothes and school supplies um, during those time of the year, and I made a decision to walk around in my small town to find employment um, so I could put money in my pocket. I was always self-motivated, just like a lot of young people are, but mm-hmm. they just don't know how to channel that energy into positivity. Uh, they right. just don't have that guidance to tell them, hey, this is another way that you can actually do it, and you don't have to take that route. And when you don't have that, you have a tendency to try to do it your way. And most of the time when you, when you haven't lived long enough, self getting into situations 
um, that, you know, like my mom said, you make your bed, you make your bed hard, you got to lay in it. And um, a lot of uh, young people are doing that right now, and uh, I'm just here to show them a different way, give them that hope, give them that motivation, give them that inspiration of knowing that they can do the uh, impossible. Like, they too can transition from where they are to where they want to be, but you got to have a sense of where do you want to go. Like, that's, that's, that's very, very important. Um, if you talk Absolutely. about you want to transition from average to awesome and you want to be this professional NBA uh, player or this, this NFL player or you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, where first thing you got to understand is, is that, um, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And you can't control Absolutely. the cards that were dealt to you, but you can control how you play your hand. And, and what's happening is a lot of young people are just not playing their hand. Yeah. And I need yeah. them to play their hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing that we we see now, especially since social media um, has taken such a powerful impact when it comes to our youth, you know, they they see people, uh, whether that's reality shows, football, basketball, whatever, and they dream of having that life that they see others have. And so a lot of times they don't always understand what it takes, you know, to get to that point. Um, in life. And so for you going out, interacting um, with the youth, what is one of the key things that you try to implement, implement in every, in every, every time you go out and you speak to them, that you want them to understand about Mm -hmm. making those steps to be a positive adult in their life? You'll be, you know, I, I, I just, I just, alluded to it a little bit that, first of all, I want them to understand that um, you can't control the cards that were dealt to you, but you can control how you play your hand. Like, I can't control that my dad made the decisions that he made, right? And I can't hold that against me. Like, I can't allow that to dictate my future, and I can't continue to complain about something that I can change because the fact of the matter is, is that they made their decision. They made their choices. Now the ball is in your court. The cards are in your hand. How are you going to play them? So what I'm trying to get right. students to understand is that, number one, like I need you to play your hand. And then That's what right. I also want them to understand is that it's over time, not overnight. Like you got to understand that, you know, it took me, it took me 16 years to change the history of my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me 16 years. Yeah. You know, like I had to go through first grade. You know, I had to go, to, you know, get to 12th grade, pass 12th grade, get to, you know, uh, college, make the decision to go there. I had to do another four. So what I'm trying to get right. students to understand is, is that to get to where you want to be, it's a process. And you can't quit right. the process because if you do, you will never know where you can actually end up. You will never know what the future holds for you, right, if you say, hey, I'm going to check out. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to get students right. to understand, number one, like, play your hand. Number two, like, it's a process. And, and, and number three, what I'm trying to get students to understand is this, like, it all starts with the mind frame. Like, so I was in an area right. that was poor, but that didn't mean my mind had to be poor. Like, I could always right. dream. I can always inspire. Like, I can always envision where I want to be. And, like, it doesn't cost you a thing to dream. It doesn't cost you a thing to envision where you want to go. But, but what you got to do is you got to ink what you think. And once you do that, you got to find the connections on how you can be able, you know, to uh, 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 either partner or either connect with students to help you get there or connect with teachers that will help you get there, connect with coaches that will help you get there if you're serious about transitioning from where you are to where you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tim, when you go out and you speak to youth and you talk about growing up um, in certain conditions, and a lot of times – 
kids in in areas um, that are definitely poverty stricken or there's not a you know a lot of right. positive role models and all of those grow up having the mindset you know that this is this is my circumstance you know this is this is <laughs> this is what I'm limited to so for you growing up through that and being a, a man now how did you make sure that you changed your circumstance? Because I always believe it starts with you and the mindset of yourself. And so how did you make sure you motivated yourself, you know, to not limit yourself um, to the circumstances right. which surrounded you? Man, that's crazy. I was just, you know, I was in my office today and I was thinking, and I was like, yo, when I was coming up, you know, what was it that kind of, Help me stay focused um, and keep me inspired to say, hey, you know what, like there's something different out there for me. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I just know that I want to get there, right? And that want is always there. And what I realized is, is what I want young people to realize or even adults that, you know, in your environment, everybody is not bad, like that think or have a mindset like you have of wanting to get out of it. You have to right. find those people and connect with them and draw, you all draw inspiration from each other, draw motivation from each other. I was talking to my homeboy today, and it was funny because I told him, man, you know, I appreciate you because what he showed me was a family structure that I didn't have mm-hmm. so I could kind of see how mm-hmm. it looked, right? Right. Like being around him, you know, they wanted to go to college, like, you know, everybody wanted to go to college, and everybody wanted to get out of this, out of the town. So what I try to tell right. young people to do is you got to get around people that think like you think, like the movers and shakers, right? Even though you're in yes. the environment, right? Yes. Even though you're in the environment, you got to connect yourself with those kind of people that help you stay That's right. focused on That's right. the Because what they can do is give you a sense or a different perspective and outlook than what you're already mm-hmm. thinking. And that's what, Absolutely. you know, my friends did for me. Absolutely. And, and it's one of those, it's such a true fact because you hear a lot of people, especially some of our wealthy people, who if you look at them, millionaires hang with what? Millionaires. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's just yeah, one right, of those right, things. Right. And so if, I, if I'm thinking in a millionaire mindset, that means Tim going to think, you know, in a millionaire mindset and so on yeah. and so on. And it's it's so true about surrounding yourself um, by those people because, and, and the thing about it is that, you know, when we surround ourselves, especially sometimes we get around people who don't always believe in our vision. They don't always oh, believe man. in our goal. You know, it might have been mm-hmm. somebody, you know, mm-hmm. five years ago said, man, Tim, Tim ain't going to do nothing. You know, Tim's not going to, you right. know, be where he is now, you know, and, and look at you now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the thing is, and, and what I want to let your listeners know who may be, who may have a dream or who may have an idea or um, something that they're passionate about, and they're taking it to people that they believe will ride with them, that will help them, you know, through that journey. But ah, they're just not getting that support. The unthinkable always looks impossible at first. Yeah. The unthinkable always looks impossible at first. Like. Absolutely. Don't feel like you have to – the first thing you need to understand is that you need to sell yourself first before you try to sell anybody else. Mm-hmm. Most of the time what people try to do with their dreams and their goals and their visions is they try to sell other people, and then when other people don't bite for their dream, they get upset and they get mad and they feel like right. I can't do it. And, and they feel right. like that because they haven't sold themselves first. 
Because if you sold yourself first, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter that my mom don't believe in me. It doesn't matter that my dad or my friends don't believe in me. I believe in myself. So either you can ride with me now or you'll catch the train later. But this train is That's moving. right. <laughs> That's how people got. You feel me? That's it's right. Moving. That's so right. You, you, That's you right. need to jump on now. And the thing is, you got to tell people, don't try to get on it when it's moving fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when things are <laughs> you, That's you, right. Like, yes. I was, I was, I'll share this with you. Like, so, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on this program which is pretty much completed, and it's the Average to Awesome Male Achievement Program. And what this program does is empower and prepare young males uh, for their next transition. It's, it's to help yeah. schools position students for educational success and next-level achievement, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm working, trying to work with this district, and this district is kind of taking me through red tape. And what the, the, the lead person that's trying to push it through is telling them is that you need, we need this program because – Years from now, we may not be able to get it. Yeah. This is because I have, and, and, and I don't say that just to say that. I say that to go back to what you just said. Like when you have a yes. vision and you have a dream and people don't bite on it, <laughs> but people do not bite on it, right? Yes. I'm telling you, sometimes they mm-hmm. feel like, I got to see it. I got to see it. But once they see it, they probably can't afford it now. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, and, and, and so. You know, great that you said, especially about people jumping on board, you know, because oftentimes, and it goes back to people always seeing your vision, and a lot of times, you know, people doubt you, and it's when you're on the incline, it's when you're going right. to find people wanting to attach themselves to you, like, mm-hmm. oh, I know Tim, me and Tim go back, Ooh. you know, we, we go Ooh. back. <laughs> Ooh, talk that talk, talk that talk. <laughs> you know, because it you happens, it's like, saying? okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what Drake said? You you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Like right. like a lot of people, you know, they wasn't with you shooting in the gym. So I tell people, like, for real, yeah. for real, through your process, through your journey, take inventory of the people that were riding with you. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And do, so not, important. And do not forget about them. Like, yes. do not forget about them. Like, don't forget about the times where they had to walk, they had to help you with your light bill or help you mm. with, put food on the table for you and help you, <clears> you know what I'm saying, when you didn't have this or you need to print this out and you didn't have the money. Do not forget about them people. So you need to be taking inventory because what happens is, is that once you get to a certain uh, – once you get to the top of that mountain or close to the top of that mountain, everybody want to yell out, yo, 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 B, what's up? Yo, Tim, what's up? Yeah. Listen, I don't yeah. remember when. No, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> no. You know, and you got to be real with yourself because what it does is that not only does it disrespect the people that was rocking with you, you know what I'm saying, like for real, for real, like, you know, it disrespects yourself in a way because you know they wasn't with you shooting in the gym when you were missing all them shots. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and one of the uh, the great things uh, about getting to that point, and, and you talked about remembering those people, because a lot of times, you know, some people have, and we, we've heard the stories about how people get to a certain point in their life, and they forget those. They forget those who might have invested in you and, and, and made things happen for you, you know, when you weren't able to, you know, make things happen for yourself. And so it was always good to sit back and reflect about those you know, who have supported you on your journey and for, you know, to give you that inspiration to keep on moving forward. And so what I want to do is I want to take a break because when we come back, I want to talk about this book, Average to Awesome. (laughs) 
because I think it's just awesome in itself. And so I want people to be able to hear the message behind this. And so what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a little break, but don't worry. We're going to come back with more Tim Bowers, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series one and two. Also author of The Devil's Calling Car 1, 2, and 3, all available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And if you're just tuning in, no worries, no worries. You still got time to listen to the awesome Tim Bowers, you guys, author of Average to Awesome, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show this evening. Don't forget, if you got a question or a comment or you just want to call in and show them some love, you can do that. Call in at 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And... Of course, uh, Tim, I do want to get into uh, your amazing book entitled Average to Awesome, um, Transitioning (laughs) from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. So let's talk about how this book was birthed. When did you, when was that moment uh, that it came to you like, hey, you know what, you got some jewels, you got some nuggets that you need to drop and, and everybody needs to have access to this. Yo, so like for real, for real. I didn't want to become an author. Like I didn't yeah. want to write a book. <laughs> you know, I did. Like yeah. seriously, like it's yeah. like that student in class that really doesn't want to do the work, but he knows he <laughs> has to do it. Right. You know, right. so I didn't right. want to do it, but people were urging me because of the whole speaker thing to write right. a book because it makes you credible, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with me, like I like to be driven by something, and. um, you know, I said, I said, okay, you know, one of my coaches and a few of my speaker friends was like, you know, hey, yeah, the book makes you credible. So I said, all right. So I reached out to Tamika and told her that, hey, I wanted to write a book. And yeah. um, she kind of walked me through that process. But what happened is I started traveling back and forth home and speaking and just hearing about some of the violence in the community that was happening via Facebook or just people calling me. And it, yeah. like, yeah. struck a nerve in my in my body. Because mm. it was like, yo, I need them to I need them to know that their life matters. I need right. them to know that they can make the impossible possible. How can right. I do that? So it became not about the credibility anymore. It became bigger than that. It became much bigger than that into where I wanted to produce something that could motivate, inspire, and empower the youth, young people, especially in my community that it's possible for them to defy the odds, it's possible for them to make the impossible possible. And in that right. and in that process I wanted to create 
it to be interactive. So not only are they reading the book, but they are challenged throughout the book to answer questions after each chapter with self-reflection mm-hmm. and self-assessing. And they go through the book with a different mindset that says if it's something that you want to do, then write it down, right? right? Hold yourself accountable of doing that, and this book is going to walk you through how to transition from where you are to where you want to be. Absolutely. Tim, when you go, when you look and you and you see, um, because, you know, it's, I believe it's an epidemic that is happening all over the world. We see a lot of our own black people taking our own lives, you know, we're taking out our right. own brothers and our own sisters. And so we sit back a lot of times and we reflect about why, you know, why is this happening? Why is this taking place? What do you believe are some of the issues that have created such hostility or intention uh, specifically mm-hmm. in a lot of our black neighborhoods? Man, um, you know, it's a number of things, you know, yeah. that could yeah. that contribute to the problem. Uh, what I will say in, in this in this and it, you know, you you listen to be like, yo, that's just flat out simple, uh, mm-hmm. or that sounds simple, but yeah, a lot of times I use this. They just don't see enough positive role models. They yeah. don't see enough yeah. people to mimic. Um, yeah. you know that's why, because they're yearning for something, and in that yearning, they don't see enough positivity, and if they're not seeing enough of that, then they're turning to the other side, which is the negativity. Yeah. And the negativity right. is bothering them and it's showing them and it's caring for them and it's loving them. And at the time they are blinded, you know, with that and not knowing that that's just self-destruction um, to their future. Uh, so yeah. And we, it, it's, there's not enough positivity um, in, right. in, in our communities to uh, let our youth see that, yo, you can, you can do something else. There is yeah. another way. Right. And, and one of the, the things I want to add to that, Tim, is that the I think the hood is not able to see that there is some realness, some realness mm-hmm. that can come from individuals such as yourself. And the reason I say that is because I watched a show <clears throat> uh, that was on TV years ago. It was a reality show. I think like Preachers from L.A. was the name of the show. <laughs> There was a right. preacher on there, you know, he was an OG, allegedly, you know, he was from the hood. Right, and, right, right, right. And all of these yeah. things. And yeah, he went back, you know, to the to the hood he said he grew up in and he had the camera crew where he pulls up, you know, in his I think a Jag or a Mercedes Jeep, whatever, you know, a fancy yeah. car. He got on the suit and tie, you know, he clean and <laughs> and, and and they didn't want him there. They didn't want him there because they talked about how we ain't seen you since you left. We ain't seen you since you left the hood. And they talked to some of the people in the community, and I thought it was the realest I actually seen on a reality show because they said, you know, they didn't have a lot of respect for him because, first of all, they never seen him back in the hood until the show Mm -hmm. got ready to air and they were, you know, filmed. Right. And they said they had more respect for people. They didn't mind people getting out of the hood, but it's that you forgot mm. about us. You forgot yeah, about us. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so that's one of the great things about yourself because you're able to get out of those circumstances but not leave them behind. 
You still go out. You still reach out to those in your neighborhood. And that is what people have to understand means the most. Just because you made it, just because you're at a certain point, doesn't mean you have to forget your roots and help those other people get out of there, you know? Absolutely. That's so important um, that, you know, you you reach back, you know, as as high as you climb, like, you got to have that, you know, hand back and pulling somebody else up in some shape, form, or fashion, whether that's through conversation, whether that's through financial means, whether that's through um, just giving people jobs, whatever the case may be, um, you need to be trying to help, you know, the next generation push forward, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you – what people got to understand, the people that leave, is that, you know, you gotta you gotta reach back. One of the things that I was sharing with my uh, my community because when I wrote this book, on the cover of the book is me speaking to students that were in my hometown. You know, mm-hmm, this book mm-hmm. literally is like you know the the book that I wanted to give to you know the youth in our community. And what I share with them is that, um, you know, you got the you 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 can't blow up and forget about where you come from. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because folks going to call right. you out on it. Like, they're going to call you That's out right. on it, like, for real, for real. And, and and what our youth are seeing, or what they want right now, for real, for real, be, is transparency. They want real. That's right. They want you to be authentic. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. give them the real on how they can pull up out of that situation that they're in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's real. Like, it's for real, for real. And they don't believe they can make it. Because what happens is, is that once you leave, right, they're still stuck in that environment. They don't know if they're going to eat or not. They don't know if, they gonna, if, if the water, the light's going to be on. So, like, for real, for real, they need to be able to see, you know what I'm saying, that inspiration. And not that you're coming back to just show your face and take pictures. But, That's right. you know, we in a day in social media. What else are you doing? What, what, what else recognition are you doing in representation of where you come from? And they look at that and they draw inspiration off that. And if you're not doing that, um, you know, they have a problem with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a <clears throat> question from Facebook. Let's see here. Um, Derek from Columbia, South Carolina, he says, how do you keep yourself motivated? He says, oftentimes trying to go out and motivate others. Sometimes we have moments where we ourselves get discouraged. How do you uh, keep yourself motivated? Man, that's a great question. Um, because I, I tell people all the time, you know, while I'm motivated and pouring in people, like my cup need to be poured in too. Um, right. So what I do is, guys, I, I, I have I have people that are in my inner circle that mm-hmm. I talk to, whatever it is that is going on with me, and mm-hmm. they inspire me. They could be an educator, they could be a lawyer, um, a business owner, whatever. But I have people that are in my circle that are also movers and shakers. And I am I am drawing from their inspiration and motivation as they are drawing from me. I um, mean, and the other part of it is that you know one of the things that keeps me motivated, man, is continuously setting goals, new goals, right. new challenges. Right. You know, because what that does, it keeps me thinking, it keeps me on the edge, it keeps me getting up. Like it keeps me like, what can I do next? How can I make this better? Like, what else can I do to motivate and inspire? You know, the audience that I'm speaking to. So the, the two things for me is making sure you're your circle of influence is is inspiring and motivating. And number two, right. like continues to keep putting new challenges and goals in front of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh let's see here. Um Erica from Atlanta, Georgia. She says oftentimes People think that once you leave the hood and you go out and you pursue a life in a di- different direction, 
sometimes people don't always have much respect for you because they act, they think you act like you're better than them. How do you build that rapport with people without them thinking you're acting brand new when you're only trying to help? Yo, that's a hey, Erica. Shout out to you out of there in the A. Um, like, yo, just keep being real. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep mm-hmm. being real. And like, what you got to understand is some people like so, like my boss told me, some will, some won't. So what? Yeah. Some will, yeah. some won't. So what? You feel me? Yeah. So yeah. you got to keep doing you, and don't ever feel like you have to change um, to meet them where they are or meet their requirements or whatever the case may be, like continue being you and allow that to illuminate, you know, and understand, you know, the higher you go, the more people going to feel like they can't touch you. The more they feel like, yo, like she thinks she's this or she thinks she's that or she can't. Nah, I'm still the same person. And don't ever get in a, 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 a word war with someone because they feel like you've separated yourself from what it is. Nah, I, like for real, for real. Like, you separated yourself for the best. You know, you change your mind for the best because you know where it is that you want to go. Now, on the, now, what I can do is give you what is needed so you also can build yourself up to get to where you want to be, but don't ever feel like, you know, that you can't go back or you can't relate or they can't relate to you. Like, keep doing you, keep being real, keep being transparent and authentic, and some will, some won't, so what? Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Tim, looking back over um, through this process, what is one of the greatest lessons thus far uh, that you have learned about yourself? Man. Wow. So many, so many that I've learned about (laughs) myself. Um, First thing is, is anything I put my mind to, like for real, for real, I can achieve it. Right. Like, for real, for real, like, I want people to understand, like, no one in my family was a college graduate. Like, nobody mm. even thought about it. Nobody yeah. is a business owner. No one is an author. Yeah. You know, right. so for me to break, like, I had my first business at 24 years old. Me and a partner of mine, we ran a, um, mm-hmm. a commercial cleaning company, right, ran that business for four years. And in the midst wow. of that, I was working for a Fortune 500 company, you know, like, and I yeah. started Tim Bowers Enterprise before I was 30 years old. I wrote my first book before I was 30 years old. So, like, the lesson for me was, like, yo, anything I set my mind to, anything I make concrete, anything I say and I envision, like, for real, for real, I can make it into a reality. Like, I can make that flower grow. Like, even though it's a seed in my mind right now, like, I can water it through my work and through my connections and through my relationships to blossom, to make that flower blossom, Right. Um, right. One of the other things I learned, B, is, and I think it's, it's really critical that people understand this, is that the elevator is not always going to be there. Like, you Absolutely. literally got to take the stairs. Absolutely. Like, you literally yeah. got to take the stairs. Absolutely. Like, for real, Absolutely. for real. Like, seriously, yeah. people always run to the elevator, like, yo, like, yo, we could, like, we could take the stairs. They're like, no, nah, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just wait on the elevator. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, like, literally, like, for real, like, you know what I'm saying? What if the elevator don't yeah. work? Like, we need to get to this meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. And people got to right. know what I learned is that, like, the process is, is never easy. And mm. you are going to feel not motivated. And you're going to feel frustrated. And you're going to feel like quitting. But right. you got to keep moving. If it matters to you, keep moving. 
And right. if you know why you're doing it, yo, like it's you should draw motivation because that's your power. Like draw the power from it so it can continue to push you towards the finish line. Absolutely. One of the, the great things um, about pushing yourself and and getting to where you are in life, and I tell people all this time, is that it's, it's nothing wrong with seeing people and wanting to, man, I, I wish I could obtain this and that and the third. But we have to learn that, and, it's, and it goes to what you were saying, that everybody's journey is not going to be the same. You know, you, right. you have people who have become overnight success. You know, they put out something or they did something and overnight they've become just successful. Whereas other people, it's taking a lot of blood, sweat and tears and everything yeah. else, you know, to get themselves going <laughs> sure. and, and, to, and to push themselves to the next level. And so I tell people all the time, don't get discouraged when you're trying to get to a certain place in your life just because you see the person next door or across from you. Is, is where you want to be, you know, because we're not all meant to walk the same path. I may have to go over a couple of mountains and j- jump on a plane and, you know, sure. like all of sure. these different things, you know, but, you know, you yeah. have to believe that you're going to get to that point. And so, yeah. And um, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'd be like, for real, like, I'm, you got, you got me fired up, man. Like, for real, you got me, like, fired up and motivated. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to shoot off like a, Twelve gauge, but you know it, it's crazy. I was I was just chopping it up with one of my friends about this, and I was sharing with them that when I used to work for Wells Fargo, I had uh, I was going through this training to learn about CDs and IRAs, right? And it was about twelve of us in this in this uh, in this training um, to learn about it. And at the end, we had to take this test. Now I studied my butt off of this test, and I knew I was going to make a hundred. And we we got the test and I took it. I was I was confident about it. And the trainer gave us our uh, our test back, and I made a 97. Now I was confident that I was gonna make a hundred. I was I was pissed. Like I was like, yo, I ain't make a hundred. Everybody was gone. <laughs> I was still sitting down. And my trainer yeah. came over to me and she was like, yo, what's wrong with you? And I was like, yo, I was supposed to make a hundred. I was like, but you know, I made a 97. And she shared something with me that I want to share with your audience. Uh, in regard to what you're saying, she mm-hmm. said to me that what's the difference between a 97 and a 100? Hmm. And I said, they're both an A. She said, exactly. She said, it ain't no difference. She said, what you have to do is identify the real goal. The goal wasn't for you to make a 100. It was for you to make an A. Mm. Oh, wow. It was for you to make wow. an A. So what yeah. you have to understand that you got to be clear, concise, and, 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 and have clarity on what the actual goal is because if not, you could get frustrated even though you made a good grade, even though you, you, you graduated, like even though you, you, you know, your, your average, overall average is a B or A, and just because you made a, you know, a B in a class or on a test, like you mad. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, don't look at it like that. You need to get clear. Yeah on what it is that real goal is. And once you do that, you'll be able to see it from a different perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it speaks volumes because a lot of times, you know, we stress ourselves out, you know, trying to get to that point. And it makes sense now about, like you said, you know, be clear and be precise in what you want your actual goal to be. And so a lot of us, 
you know, try to achieve, you know, for that perfection, you know, but then we have to go back and identify what is perfection. You know, what does it mean to, to, to be perfect? Yeah, you know, I think it was Vince Lombardi that says um, perfection is not attainable. But if we but if we chase perfection, we'll catch excellence. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real, like, for real, like, uh, this, this is the thing. This is what I want people to understand. Like, okay, it took my man six, it took my man a year to make six figures, right? It took you to make six, it took you six months mm-hmm. to make six figures. Right. The length is, it doesn't matter about the length of time. It's still the goal to make six figures. And what we try to do is we pay too much attention in other people's lanes that we crash because we're not focused on what it is that we're supposed to do. Mm. Get out of that other person's lane. Stay focused on your lane. Do what you have to do. And you, too, will get to where you need to be, you know? So, you know, stay, stay the course. Stay in your lane and drive, like, for real, for real. Which is true, absolutely. And and it's so true because we sit around and consistently compare ourselves to other people, you know, and what other people have obtained. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and with Average to Awesome, you know, the good thing about this book, you know, when I wrote this book, I I put it together like a rapper making his first album. Like I had to make sure that, you know, this chapter goes, this chapter, and this flows to this, and this makes a great transition. And how I break it down real quick be, is I start off with if you're trying to go from average to awesome, number one, you can't jump there. Like, no, we, we, you know, you can't jump there. Like, Walt Disney didn't jump to awesome. You know, like the Wright brothers didn't jump to awesome. Like, it was levels right. that they had to master before we can fly a plane now, right? So we can experience the beauty of, Walt, of, of Disneyland and Disney World, right? So we start with the mind. You know, we, we start with the mind. Lose the average mentality. You know, and then we right. move from the from the mind, and then we talk about okay, you got your mind right now. I need you now to start dreaming. Like I need you now to dream big and set goals, and I need I, now I need you to work on how you're going to achieve them. So I challenge them throughout this chapter, which is very meaty, on what's the strategy, what's the plan, what's the goal. And in the book, you can write it down, and I break it down what the plan is. You know, what would do? What does that mean? What is it? What, right. what is the goal? And then I talk about you know how do you measure that and you know, what What can you do to track that? And I give them an example of that in the book, you know. And then we talk about, um, B, we, we talk about the next chapter, process, right? So you dream yeah. big, and now you need to understand, like, it's over time, not overnight. That's actually what the name of the chapter is. And then we go for process, and we talk about fear. Like, one of the favorite chapters of my book is the chapter four, which is feel the fear and do it anyway, right? You understand it's a process, but in that process, there are times where you're going to be hesitant. There are times you're going to be scared. There are times you're going to be fearful. How do you get over that? How do you get over that? So now number five is, is, is talking about, you know, no one said it's going to be easy. Now you get over the fear part and you need to understand, like, okay, all right, I got this golden dream. Like, I need you to also to understand no one said this was going to be easy. And then the book starts to shift in Chapter 6, and we start to get into focus on the work, not the dream. We're talking about now, go get it. We're talking about now, stay persistent. We're talking about now, someone is counting on you to 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 achieve to achieve your goals and dreams. Who the, who is that person, right? And then and then we yeah. end the book with, this is your time to soar. Absolutely, absolutely awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely. 
when you look at this book and, and when people have an opportunity to read this book, um, what is the main thing you want people to be able to walk away um, and take away when they read Average to Awesome? I want them to know when they when they finish this book that it's possible. Yeah. It's possible, flat out. Like it ain't long and drawn out. I ain't it ain't it ain't deep. Be it's about you understanding when you close that book and you think about what it is that you want in life, what you want to achieve, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want you to close that book and say two words, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want people Wonderful. to grab to grab from yeah. that, from from reading yeah. this 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 book. Young, and this is the thing. Even though I wrote it in a, and it's targeted to you know youth, uh, mm-hmm. young people, young millennials, but adults can grab nuggets oh, and principles absolutely. from this book as absolutely. well. You know, I've absolutely. got testimonies from the young and the old on how this book changed their mindset and helped them as an entrepreneur. Um, realize that, yo, I need to stretch myself more. I need to challenge myself more um, in the area uh, and not continue in what I'm doing because I feel a little stuck. So, you know, this book helps me pull me out of that and say, hey, I can't be comfortable. I got to keep going. Absolutely. Because I think a lot of times, even as adults, we forget. You know, we forget the power of still staying invested in our dreams and our goals. You know, we figure, okay, I'm at a certain age. I'm at a certain point in my life. Uh, You know, maybe it's too late to focus on that, but it's never too late. It's never too late to focus on our dreams and sometimes go back to the drawing board, you know, and and redo some things, you know, to get back on track when it comes to our dreams. You know, so sometimes even as adults, you know, we get a little shifted with things, life and so forth that kind of push things to the side. But we also need those nuggets and jewels to get us back on track. And B, you know, like I said before, like what adults and young people have to understand is you got to keep new challenges and new goals in front of you. You know, I had this epiphany before 2017 was over that, and I was inspired to do it from one of my favorite speakers, uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, um, the guru, um, when that's, when the shooting happened in Vegas, he was inspired to go to schools the next day to inspire 50. Right. Um, and I think, and don't quote me on this. I think it was 50 people that, um, that died or, or, or were injured or something like that. Or 400 mm-hmm. was injured. One of the case, one of the, one of the cases, but, um, he was inspired to do that. And I thought to myself, like, yo, like I want to, I want a different focus in 2018. And I and I call one of my friends and I say, "Yo, I want to empower ten thousand. And they were like, "What? They were like, "Yo, I want to empower. I want to empower ten thousand. They were like, ten thousand. Yeah. What? I want to I want to empower ten thousand young men this year, like across the world. Like uh-huh. I want to I want to empower ten thousand men through my program, through my motivational messages. And I want to do it in a way that's real. I want to do it in a way that's transparent. And I want to do it in a way where." They understand that they, too, can make the impossible possible. They, too, can transition from where they are to where they want to be. And Absolutely. Uh, the, the whole concept of it is to get them to understand in order to do that, we have to start to think about what's next. To, to see that, yo, you're only here for four. Like, you got to get out of your head. I'm here. Like, I'm just here just to be here. Like, I'm only here for four. 
What are right. you going to get out of this floor to prepare you for what's next? Mm-hmm. So this Empower mm-hmm. 10,000 is, 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 is about motivating. It's about inspiring. It's about empowering our youth, man, and giving them the guidance and the direction for what's next, right, and to get them to improve their academics. So it's for that student that having that academic academically challenged. You know, they're having behavior issues, right? They are not thinking about their future. Uh, mm-hmm. That student that feels like, you know what, like I don't even care about school. I don't really see the purpose of it. This program's realign them and reshapes, renew their mindset. And it's intimate, right? It's not about having a large group of students. It's about working with a, a group of students over a period of time to mold and shape them um, to prepare for their next transition, whether that's going into high school, whether that's going to college, whether that's going into entrepreneurship, whatever the case may be, I want them to win. Absolutely. I'm so excited about that Empower 10,000. Absolutely, absolutely. And what I want to do is I want to take one more break. We're going to come back. You're going to tell people how they can get in contact with you, where they can purchase this awesome book, and uh, where they can absolutely. catch you um, coming up because I know you got some tour dates lined up. And so we're going to take a little break, you guys, but we're going to come back with more powers, uh, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. This is uh, our poetry flow. Uh, we're going to play some Flow Wet It Flow Malone, you guys. This is Ghetto Uniforms from her album entitled Flow Wet It Tears. Right on the White tees, blue jeans, pants hanging down to your knees. Ghetto Uniforms. Let me ask you a question. What team do you play for? Playing the position of defense all because of the offenses that were done against you. But you see, your willingness to conform to an outfit that signifies a behavior that doesn't belong to you classifies your need to take part in an assembly whose sole purpose by this society has been classified as weak simply because the outfit is not unique. White tees, blue jeans, pants hanging down to your knees. This look gives your teammates a bad name. Stereotypical fashion that is seen on TV. All it's missing is your jersey number, a.k.a. your digits. And seven or more may explain the crucial piece in life that you as a team member have been missing. Because statistics say that one in every three black men will be sent to the state. 59% of brothers will be charged with a drug case. And 29% of black men will be convicted of rape. Let's not even talk about the brothers that go falsely accused. All because of the outfit they subconsciously choose. Y'all might as well put on your county blues. Young men, do me a favor. Please stop being fools. It's hard enough out here in these streets just being you. The complexion of your skin makes it hard for you to win. And if you lose, so do we. Because there are already too many brown babies being born and not and not enough whole unit families. And I, I as a mother, I write this piece as a play because you and your life, believe it or not, it matters to me. And get a uniform. They're way too recognizable out here in these streets. Especially when the gang rocks to say that every young black man just joined the team. White tees, blue jeans, pants hanging down to your knees. Ghetto uniform. Take them off. Please.
the beautiful butterfly show would like to thank you for tuning in please be sure to follow us on instagram that's at instagram.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show also on facebook.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and last but certainly not least you can also catch up with us on twitter that's at twitter.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the vibration radio network And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And this evening, you guys, we are joined by author, motivational speaker, business entrepreneur, Tim Bowers, you guys. He is the author of Average to Awesome, uh, transitioning from where you are to where you want to be, you guys. And so tonight, we have been talking to him about his journey from youth to adulthood, um, the 10,000 he aspires to uh, inspire this year, and uh, we believe he's going to get that done, you guys, as well as his message, his message um, to the young, to the old um, that he's out here delivering all across the globe, you guys. And so tonight, you guys, uh, make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those great things. No worries. You will be able to catch the replay after the show as well um, by clicking on the link that's um, available to you guys through social media as well. And so, of course, um, Tim, to the folks out here, um, I know uh, 2018 is kicking off and rolling for you in a great and a positive way. Uh, So tell us what you got up coming up store next uh, for yourself. Man, so, so much is going on. Um, God is the greatest uh, for, for for number one. But um, next week, and uh, talking about going back to your the community, I will be in Allendale, mm-hmm. um, South Carolina, at the uh, high school man where I graduated, uh, class of 2006, across the land, the best class ever. I don't care, oh, right. not up for debate, all right? <laughs> um, so we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there for a career day. Um, okay. After that, after that, uh, we'll be at Richland Northeast High School for a Black History program. I have two sessions to do there. Um, mm-hmm. Right after that, um, we'll have a uh, man. What's going on? Going off memory. Um, on the seventh, we'll be at Dent Middle School. Um, on the eighth, we'll be at um, Richland Two's uh, Male uh, Student Leadership Conference. I'm the keynote speaker there and the moderator. Um, after that, we're doing the um, uh, uh, at South Carolina State University. It's the I think it's the eighth annual uh, Brothers Keeper Leadership Conference. Um, and you know, more dates are actually going to be added. We're working with some schools to try to make sure we can um, lock those in. So for the listeners that are in Atlanta, North Carolina, across the world, that um, looking for a dynamic motivational speaker, or you looking for someone to work with your uh, males, uh, please uh, connect with me on social media um, at Tim Bowers Speaks on Instagram, um, Tim Bowers Facebook. Uh, you can email me, book Tim Bowers at Gmail. Very easy, book Tim Bowers at Gmail.com. Please visit my website, 
um, uh, TimBowerSpeaks.com. That's TimBowerSpeaks.com. And uh, let's uh, get me on the calendar and let's talk. Let's let's chop it up and see how I can uh, help uh, push your students forward, uh, whether it's academically or personally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I am excited. Um, I can only imagine how the youth are impacted um, because for me, I definitely get fired up uh, talking with you Uh, tonight. I've had a bill ass and I feel the realness uh, and the sincerity in your message and the energy that you are putting out to other people. Uh, And I, I think it's something great and it's needed now. Tim, more than ever, um, because across the globe, we have seen our young black males just disappearing from this earth from yeah, for various yeah, reasons, sure. you know, and so sure. um, to be able to have somebody out here delivering a message of positivity and, and showing people you can make it, you can achieve greatness, you can go from average to awesome, um, you know, yeah. is a phenomenal thing. And I definitely, um, you know, uh, thankful that you're out here spreading the word to our youth. And uh, man, I definitely uh, wish you the best. And I hope that everybody goes out and purchase um, Average to Awesome. Uh, buy it for your youth. Hey, buy it for yourself. Uh, as right, I said, right, this right, book translates right. from the young um, to the old as well. And so yeah. at the end yeah. of uh, the day, um, I always talk about people leaving a legacy, Tim. Uh, what do you yeah. want? What do you want Tim Bowers' legacy to be? Man, it's crazy. I've been really, really waiting on this question. <laughs> really, really <laughs> waiting on it. Because uh, I, I, I think that should be a um, question to oneself, you know, every day. And Absolutely. I, I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be remembered like Michael Jackson. And I'm yeah. going somewhere with this. You know, I want to be remembered like Mother Teresa, you know, mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela, you know, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, in that they did, what they did was impact the world. Mm-hmm. You know, they used their God-given gift to impact the world. So what it is that mm-hmm. I'm trying to be remembered for? Making impact on people's lives all around the world, building people up in a way where they feel confident, they believe that they too can go from average to awesome, they can make the impossible possible, they can defy the art, they can change the narrative, they too can not only change their lives, but people's lives around them. So right. um, I, I, I am just seeking to make an impact on every life that I have the opportunity to be in front of and touch across the world. So when my day comes, uh, people say my encounter with him impacted me in a way to go after whatever it is that they wanted. Um, that's my mm-hmm. idea, you know, of, of living. So, and I, and I live by this quote that I want to share. It's that you were not born to be average. You were born to leave a legacy worth remembering. Mm, and you got to believe that. Like, you were not born to be average. You were born to leave a legacy worth remembering. And it's not about where you grew up. It's not about your zip code. It's not about the fact that your father wasn't in your life, your mother, 
or the fact that you failed in your business time and time again. Like if you fail seven, you know it, get up on number eight. So what I need you to understand is, is that you got to always know, even through the storm, I wasn't born to be average. So I got to come. This too should pass. I was born to leave a legacy worth remembering, whatever it is. And if you have that mentality and that mindset, you attack the day like you never attacked it before. So if it's in you, I need you to bring it out of you. If it's in you, I need you to tell yourself, I can do it. It's possible. Right. And despite right. whatever it is, I am going to do the impossible and I'm gonna make my and I'm gonna make sure that, that where I am is not where I'm gonna always be and I'm gonna prepare for where I'm going. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I love that. I love it. Absolutely love it. And love the message that you are putting out here. And uh, I'll tell you, man, keep on inspiring, motivating, and uplifting people across the globe. And I know, I know you're going to hit that 10,000 mark. You, you, I think you're going to even supersede that. I know you're going to connect uh, with uh, 10,000 um, and more this year, you guys. So you guys make him, help him do it uh, so that you go ahead and book him uh, for your next engagement, your event, um, all of those great things so that he can reach um, the 10,000 masses, you guys. And so, uh, Tim, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I, I definitely appreciate it. And I, I have blessing, been blessing. inspired um, from the things that you have shared tonight. Blessings, blessings, blessings be. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm humbled, and I think it's a privilege, and I don't take it lightly for the opportunity for you reaching out and saying, hey, I want you to be on the yeah. show. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, um, guys, I don't think I shared this, but um, Amazon, if you want to get the book, uh, Amazon has it. Just type in Average to Awesome, and you can order your copy. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Make sure you go and purchase that, and I will be sharing the link on my page you guys you guys can go and purchase um the book as well and uh i definitely hope that you'll come back again and hang out and talk with me again soon absolutely if you have me are you saying you won't be back oh yeah let's do it let's do it let's do it Absolutely. I would definitely love to have you back. And uh, it was such a pleasure having you on here tonight. And uh, I definitely look forward to uh, having you back on here again real soon. Uh, so keep doing your thing and, and cre keep creating um, awesome individuals and helping people recognize the awesomeness uh, inside of themselves. We definitely need more of that. And so I hope you have a great rest of your evening and I'll be talking with you again soon. Thank you, B. Thank you to the listeners. Hope to talk to you soon. You're welcome. Have a good one. Have a good one. All right, right. All right, you guys, that was Arthur Tim Ballas. Make sure you go and check out his book all available on Amazon, um, Average to Awesome, transitioning from where you are to where you want to be um, as well. And go head over to his official website, TimBowersSpeaks.com, you guys. And guess what? Coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
man, we're going to have another dynamic new guest. I'm talking about Mashandi Wright Brown, you guys. She's going to come on here. We're going to be talking about her book, The Black Girl's Guide to Wellness. Yes, she is giving us ladies. Um, some tips on to how to have those nice curvaceous curves and body and good blood pressure, a good cholesterol levels, all of those great things by eating healthier, you guys. So I can't wait uh, to have her on here. Coming up this Thursday, you guys, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No other place then right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Hope you guys will join us this Thursday, same time, same place. I am Bianca Fly. Have a good one. <laughs> 